and welcome or welcome back to Fancy a Blather. I'm your host Kirsty Taylor and today we are chatting with the wonderful Becky from Cozy UK. So stay tuned for that. But now let's hop into our intro. Hello, hello, hello and welcome or welcome back to the pod. I'm so happy to be here chatting with you all. I feel like I've got my podcast groove back and I'm living for it and loving it. Um, Thank you for all the love on last week's episode with Nadine. I absolutely adored recording it. Um, What an icon. We love that girl. And I'm so excited for you to listen to today's episode with Becky from Cozy. This was one of those interviews that just kind of fell together very naturally and was the best chat so please do stay tuned for that because just so killer um I really enjoyed it um some quick life updates um we started our Facebook group for the podcast so if you are um, not already in it go and join the group it's a good time we've created a little community and I'm here for it I'm looking forward to seeing us grow together um grow in numbers but also just grow in the things that we do on it so it's a great way to to engage with one another so I'm excited um what else can I tell you we are about one week away from yeah well one week when this comes out from things opening up again here a little bit more and I'm so excited um I can't wait to go to the gym I don't care what anyone thinks I can't wait to go to the swimming pool so bad I can't wait to sit in a cafe I'm just, oh, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm really just excited to go to a pool more than anything else. You'll never see me again because I'll just be at the swimming pool. That's where I'll be recording all my episodes. Um, What else can I update you on? Um, I am officially done with my Easter holidays when you're listening to this. Um, Today is my last day of my holidays. So tomorrow I will be back in the school. I'm so excited to see my little kiddos. Um nervous to get back into it but no I'm I'm looking forward to it I'm so excited to get a routine again but I'm sure it's gonna kick my butt the first week because it always always does yeah so um that's a little life update as per usual um yeah so my small wonder of the week this week um is putting yourself out of your comfort zone but specifically that moment where you realize that it was so worthwhile. Um, I did something this week that was so out of my comfort zone and I really pushed myself to do it and it was so rewarding at the end and that's just my small wonder is is taking these chances and taking these moments and risks on yourself and the great outcome that can come from it. And, you know, like I'm starting to gain more of that mentality of like what's the worst thing that can happen. Um. Yeah, so that's my small wonder of the week. Um, so our business of the week this week was actually um, recommended to us by the wonderful Becky, who we are interviewing. So we're chatting about Tower Hill Collective. And uh, they are just towerhillcollective.co.uk on um, on Google, good old Google. They also have Facebook and they have Instagram. Their Instagram is just at Tower Hill Collective. Um, and they are a gorgeous little shop. I am loving their branding, first of all. It's very like very clean, very me, like it's not too in your face or anything. And it's a fragrance shop. And they have a coffee and caramel candle jar. 
And they also have jasmine and sandalwood or orange and bergamot. I think I'm saying that right. I might not be. And they also do wax melts of that. And they're super reasonable prices. And I am absolutely going to be ordering myself one. I'm kind of stuck between mm, jasmine and sandalwood or coffee and caramel. I'd love to get into wax melts though because I've never really done the whole wax melt thing. But I love me a good candle. So check out Tower Hill Collective um, for all your fragrance needs. And I think I will be ordering myself a good old jasmine and sandalwood. Because I, I don't know, I feel like that's more, more, my, um, more my move. But the candles are made from soy wax. And they are hand poured in Cornwall, making them just so wonderful. And they're in these beautiful amber glass jars. Um, and they just look so, so gorgeous. So I'm very excited to get my hands on one. And we, lo we love supporting small local businesses. So as I said before, it's um, Tower Hill Collective. So now we're going to jump into what I'm engaging with this week. So I've just realized that I've just done those in the wrong order. But is anyone surprised? Not really. Also, Tower Hill Collective's Instagram feed is really, it's really something to, to be a part of. So you really need to follow them on there but anyway we're going back to what I'm engaging with because I've messed up the order of my intro it's like uh it's like we're not on the third season I don't know what's going on with me um what I'm engaging with right now is a book that I actually read for uni a while ago and um I think I enjoyed it but it's one of those things where I did it for uni so I don't know like it's hard to know how much I enjoyed it so I'm reading A Wrinkle in Time and actually my dear friend Lex has lent me her um has given me access to her Disney plus thank you Angel and I'm gonna watch the film I think this week too so stay tuned for next week to find out my thoughts on it I guess um because I haven't actually seen the film yet the new one and um yeah I'm reading the book again um so updates to come on how much I like it I've only just recently started it but that is what I'm engaging with at the moment so now we're hopping into our poem of the week so this is another hello poetry jam you know me I love a little hello poetry moment this one is by a user called RK and I will have their profile linked in the um in the show notes, if you don't have a Hello Poetry account, I highly recommend you are even just don't even log in, just 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 use it to scroll on through and enjoy some wonderful poetry. But yeah, this is by RK and the poem is called Iced Coffee. <clears throat> Iced Coffee. I want to love you like a lazy Sunday morning, staying in bed, taking our time, sipping coffee, memorizing every freckle like the constellations in the sky, white sheets and tangled limbs with the scent of a memory, fresh on our lips. Yeah, so that's Iced Coffee by RK. Um, and that is everything from me. So now we are going to hop into our interview with the wonderful Becky. So please do enjoy. People, we're kind of hypocrites, aren't we? Somehow we're advocating for everyone to be their unique individual selves while in the same breath attacking anyone who doesn't think like us. I get online and think there really is no safe space on the internet, huh? So I created one. My name is Mel and I'm a co-host of the Pop Off Chime podcast. Pop off meaning to share your zealous two cents 
and John representing my listeners, the always anonymous John and Jane Doe's. The show's premise includes me asking our Instagram followers a series of questions that will flow into the theme of an upcoming episode. For this reason, they are the show's other co-hosts. Together, we storytell and delve into the topics from the time I had a stalker in university to what they don't tell you about friendship breakups. And by the end, we always end up concluding that there is no such thing as a coincidence. Only God's divine direction or redirection. If Pop-Up John sounds like your place, we're just a listen away. From Spotify to Apple Podcasts and the spots in between, it's an easy find. I'll go ahead and let you get back to your current podcast, though. Until next time, Johns and Janes, stay popping. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just hopping in here to tell you all about our wonderful charity of the week. Um, which of course was chosen by our guest as usual and Becky wanted to, to represent Women's Aid for um, the charity this week which we love and are very here for. So Women's Aid can be found at womensaid.org.uk and um, yeah and basically they are a charity working together against domestic abuse until women and children are safe. And they are a grassroots foundation, federation even, foundation, federation, working together to provide life-saving services in England and build a future where domestic abuse is not tolerated. They also have sister federations that are in Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. So you can always check those out if you are in those areas. Um, they have loads of different things avail- available. So if you're experiencing abuse, please do reach out to them. Um, they have a chat network. You can also email them. They've also got a survivor's handbook and they also have a forum where you can connect with other survivors in their supportive community. Um, so please do, if you, that's something you've been through, um, please take advantage of this. Of this. Um, and Otherwise, you can fundraise. Naturally, of course, you can take action. They have many different ways you can do that. You can donate and you can also become a member of Women's Aid. And also, the t-shirt from Cozy that is in our Instagram, on our Instagram, is um, in support of Women's Aid. So the um, some of the profits made from that t-shirt are going straight towards Women's Aid. So what other reason do you need to support? So check out womensaid.org.uk and I will have them linked in our Instagram bio as always as well. So please enjoy the rest of this week's episode. So this week we are chatting to the lovely, the wonderful Becky Hayes, who is the founder of Cozy UK. Cozy UK is a brand dedicated to looking effortless, effortlessly and um they sell your perfect basics and Becky is going to chat to us all about being somebody who studied fashion, finding feet in your 20s, deciding what you want to do at a young age, chatting a little bit about body image, um, chatting a bit about women's aid and women's safety and of course starting a small business and seeing it grow and be successful. Please enjoy this interview with Becky. Becky and welcome to Fancy Blather podcast. It is so lovely to have you here with us today. How are you doing? I'm so good Kirsty. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. So yeah, 
let's do it let's dive yeah. in perfect <laughs> so the first question we like to start off every episode um well I do like it in the intro and then every guest we also ask at the start of their interview um what is your small wonder of the week so can be something small but it can also be something bigger like I before have said like air which is quite a big thing really but <laughs> it's important so just anything at all that's your small wonder of the week um, do you know what? So when I, I was thinking about this, because I know that you ask um, everyone that comes on your mm-hmm. podcast about it, and um, do you know what? It is something super small. And for me, it's just been the weather change and mm. seeing that the sun is finally coming out and the amount of daffodils that are everywhere. I'm just, I'm so here for the spring right now. And just seeing that, I think it just gives everyone a positive energy. I try and do a daily walk and Mm -hmm. just just feels like everyone's got a bit more of a spring in their step excuse the pun but um yeah I I would definitely say just that change in weather and Mm -hmm. what it can do to to people and their energy so that would definitely be my small wonder this week amazing I love that yeah I actually managed to study outside yesterday which is really rare for Scotland I mean I did take a blanket out but it was just (laughs) nice just to have the sun I was like oh this is so so unknown so I love that that's a great small one day um so the next question is just a, a more general question I suppose um feel free to go down whichever avenues you like but um what is your 20s like for you obviously you can talk about post um well not post because we're not in it yet like pre-corona or during corona just in general what has your 20s been like so far okay um so I am seven years into my 20s mm-hmm. um so I've had a fair few of them it's been I would say I've done a lot of learning and I think coming into your 20s you do you go through this transition of growing up figuring out the world um I moved out in my 20s I got engaged in my 20s mm-hmm. hopefully at some point getting married in my 20s Fingers um as well as corona stops um so yeah there is this huge shift from those late teens early 20s and the amount of growing up that you do in such a small space of time Mm -hmm. is incredible um so for me I think I've just done a lot of learning a lot of self-discovery um I think like a lot of people do um you have to try a lot of things in your 20s um although you know it's never too you know you're never too old to start again but I think your 20s are just full of opportunities Mm -hmm. to try things to to figure out and to also learn from your own mistakes um you know the the 21 year old me or the 22 year old me would do things very differently to the 27 year old me today um so yeah self-discovery lots of lots of learning and a lot of growing up Nice I love that I think it's so interesting as well when people talk about their 20s and um, it's always kind of known as the defining decade as you like as you often hear but it's interesting because that can be taken in so many different ways and I think the media has always really taken it as like oh this is the time where you thrive and every moment is like you're in the great Gatsby or something whereas actually it's defining because it it sets you up and you learn so much and although it might you might not recognize at the time it is the building blocks for what's to come so it's so interesting and you say it's all about learning because I think that is something that 
everyone knows but nobody talks about or like the mainstream media never discuss and it's just an odd thing where you're like well like that's not what my 20s look like like going out every night and things like that you're like "Mm." (laughs) no and just to add on that point you shouldn't be ashamed of what you do in your 20s I think Mm -hmm. especially social media you see a lot of your friends being in certain positions I've got friends who are married and have got children at 27 but then equally I've got single friends who are Mm. out in Dubai or you know everyone's on their own path in their 20s and I don't think you should feel the need to get to a certain place by a certain time so not being ashamed of having your own path um, and yeah. everyone a different rate. Perfect. Um, so you said before, and you've kind of said in the past question um, that you tried quite a few things um, before finding your feet, particularly obviously in your 20s. I mean, I think that we try things a little bit in our teen years, but really we're just trying to get through the education system. Um, so what are some of the different things you did try, if you don't mind sharing? And also maybe just any top tips that you learned from them that you're like, oh, that's actually really useful to know. Right. So I knew that we would get along as soon as I listened to your previous podcast. <laughs> you are currently in the school system. So you are currently a trainee teacher, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have been a trainee teacher. I've actually okay. got a few So I taught year two for a fair few years. And mm-hmm. um, so I thought that that's the, the route that I was going down. Um, I've got a um, uh, MBQ in fashion mm-hmm. and textile obviously um but I think again you go through that stage in your 20s of thinking okay was the fashion world just a creative outlet my parents were always they never pushed me down a direction Mm -hmm. they just said whatever you do as long as it makes you happy we're here for it we're here to support so when I was in my teens being creative being working in in fashion studying fashion that's what drove me and I got to a point in my um early 20s where I just thought I need to have a sensible route so I went and studied bioscience (laughs) (laughs) it's an interesting interesting tone so and then I left uh I left uni and Mm -hmm. um, I had the option to go and teach so I just felt maybe because I've now done a very academic subject mm-hmm. maybe teaching is the right path for me um so actually I have a QTS as well <laughs> so I have done a lot of things especially in that very early 20s mm-hmm. in not the first five or six years um there and then um I'm here now running a business and um loving it and working for myself and falling back on my creative side um but everything that I've done has been so beneficial. So mm-hmm. going to university and studying an academic subject has taught me time management and um, more of a critical thinking um, aspect. And mm-hmm. then I would say going down the teaching route has taught me patience, mm. so much patience, which I'm <laughs> fully aware of. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> absolutely. And communicating with all ages, so everyone down to a four-year-old to mm-hmm. doing a parents evening and speaking to parents and having in particular working 
for someone else and being accountable for them. So being accountable for a child's education and so mm-hmm. on. So um, I've tried a fair few things. Um, my hands have been in multiple pots. Um, but I've loved all of it. I really have. And they have all, like I was saying previously, I'm not ashamed of trying things and it just not suiting me. It, you know, mm-hmm. I've got friends that are teachers. I've got friends that are in the science field. I've got, you know, friends that are in all different fields of work. It just didn't suit me. And yeah. I think I've always been that way that I have to find what I love to thrive at something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I've definitely tried a fair few things. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I think that's such a good point as well, because also, it doesn't have to be your like forever job. I think that's the thing we're also worried about. And that's very generational because like our parent or my, like our parents' generations, that is, it is more common of them to be in the same career throughout their whole life. And that's, there's an absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's what you want to do. But I think it's been an important realization for me, even just from like 21 to 24, realizing that this is what I'm doing right now but this isn't necessarily maybe not on a job interview don't say that but like this isn't necessarily what I want to do for the rest of my life but this is where I'm at now and who knows where the future will take us like we've got a lot of living left to do if you see what I mean and it's so common nowadays to pivot career-wise so I think that's really interesting that you say you're not ashamed of that because I think that's such an important thing to say Mm -hmm. as well yeah, a hundred percent. And I think we live and learn on these journeys. Um, and I think if we don't, we don't grow as people. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So the next question is, um, we want to get into, into your business, which I'm obviously a big fan of. I did purchase some things on the sale last oh, night. Yeah. So I know I'm so excited. So as soon as they <laughs> arrive, they'll be on the, on the Instagram story. Um, so what inspired you to start Cozy? Where did the idea come from originally? Okay. <laughs> I think when when you start a business, you need to find a solution to a problem. Because mm-hmm. I think if you don't, you've got no um, you've got no no backbone to stand on really. And you need to, if you can find a solution for something that you need, hopefully mm-hmm. there's other people out there that need that solution as well. Um, and if you don't have a why, I think it's never going to keep keep mm-hmm. you going um and so I got corona in I got COVID-19 um mm-hmm. in December and um, both okay. me and my partner got it mm-hmm. and um really silly situation happened but there was a knock on the door and we knew it was the the delivery man for our shopping and my partner said oh do you mind grabbing the door and I looked at him and I said are you serious have you seen what I look like and he was like what do you mean and I said look at look at the outfit that I'm in and it was a complete mismatch of (laughs) lounge wear it was it was awful it was outgrown things were too tight things were too loose and we said okay well why don't we find you some loungewear that you can wear that you can nip out somewhere you can Mm -hmm. go somewhere you're not ashamed to be in that you're comfortable in um, and it and it stemmed from there. So I ended up just designing myself a little jumper that I was going to lounge around the house in. And we had COVID, so we couldn't go anywhere. We didn't mm-hmm. have anything to do. Um, and we ended up just starting this business. And it then developed, you know, how, what do I feel comfortable in? What 
makes me feel good in my skin Mm -hmm. and if I didn't feel comfortable going to physically open my front door I needed to change that so um we then started to make a few other jumpers they then went out Christmas presents people were saying you know we really like them and it kind of escalated from there if I'm honest um and that's when I started to dig deeper into my own fashion history of Mm -hmm. you know and especially coming into your 20s now this is slightly off topic but what made me feel comfortable in my own skin was I just buying clothes to make you know social media happy my my friends Mm -hmm. happy that was trendy no this is what makes me feel good in my own skin and if there are girls out there that love being comfortable like I do (laughs) um, and that's what makes them feel good in their own skin then I'm here for it and we ended up creating a line that was everything that I loved that I could go out and be Mm -hmm. in and still feel like my best self you know I didn't want to have to be crammed into a pair of skinny jeans or dressing up to the nines to impress someone else it was all about what made me feel good and made me feel confident to open the door and we uh, well I live by the the quote of being effortless effortlessly so when Mm -hmm. people see you they think oh wow that you literally just throw that on and that's the idea I'm not pulling out rails in my wardrobe like every girl does and then you come back to it and your bedroom's a mess because you (laughs) have a huge panic it's true I think everyone does it and I just wanted to feel comfortable in my own skin and by what I put on if that helped me feel that way um that's that really that's where it stemmed from and just having that feel good factor of you can you know you can be in bed or you can be on a video call and you can be wearing something so comfortable but you feel good in yourself Mm -hmm. and when you feel good in yourself I think you project that to everyone else and that's been a huge turning point with my business of that it's not only escalated the way I feel but it's elevated the way I run a business because you're feeling good in yourself and you know you don't need to put false nails on and eyelashes and this that and the other yeah you know you can be you in your own skin and it might not be for everyone the fashion might not be for everyone but if it is for you and maybe other girls can relate to that that's why I do it yeah no I love that that's yeah that's such my my style as well I'm very like I like to look like I've made an effort without making the other yeah there's some days where I maybe do want to make more effort yeah. but it's nice that you could wear the same outfit but maybe one day you wear makeup and the next day you don't kind of thing and it's yeah. nice to have that and my friends are always like but how like how do you pull it off and I'm like you just wear wear it like I just think if you're comfortable in it and you're yes. confident in it then then you, people think you're pulling it off whereas if you're clearly showing in your body language that you're not comfortable in what you're wearing then people are not gonna think you're pulling it off because they like I've had friends say like but how do you do like that business casual I mean, just put on clothes <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, exactly. know I just wear what I'm comfortable in so I love that message and I think in this day and age we become so accustomed to our own self-love and our own self-worth mm-hmm. by you know looking to others for that validation mm-hmm. um and I, uh, another thing that I've done in my 20s to not look for other people's validation to look for the validation yeah. within yourself and I think if by putting on 
a piece of clothing helps you feel amazing in yourself you don't need to post it on the internet and look for a like no, yeah likes it do i like it does this make me feel good mm-hmm. yes you know don't there are girls that will wear a whole ton of makeup and that's what makes them feel good then i'm here for it girls if that what makes you feel good you do you yeah and it's the same with me and it's the same with you you, yeah. you have to do, you have i i don't know if you had my space um, no, I, don't I, d- I didn't know. <laughs> so, I've heard about it, but I was I was the Bebo generation. Oh, okay. So in um, on MySpace, um, which is crazy to think about now, you could rate your top eight friends. Really? So, yeah. So on your profile, wow. you picked the top eight people that's that you brutal. wanted to appear, and I think that's how we become so accustomed to looking yeah. others for our own self-worth and our own self-validation mm-hmm. um and it's I don't know if you said I can't remember the documentary what it was called I oh I'm um, social dilemma yes yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's so true we are mm-hmm. we are now a generation that look for others yeah approval before our own and it shouldn't be that way. That's like the, I I think it's still prevalent as well in today. I mean, obviously don't rate your top top eight friends, but like I always think about Instagram um, close friends. Like I, yeah. I, pers- I personally don't do that because obviously, because I teach my private account has to be private and my business accounts are business. So I don't, there isn't really yes. any blurred lines. I get it sometimes if it is a business account, but you want yeah. things. But if there's something in your life that you're willing to share with certain people, but not others, I always just find that a weird a weird yes. dynamic like I'm like why didn't you just like text them like it just seems no. a bit of an exactly. odd oh, thing so I, I love yeah I love that's such, such a good point so um going off of like being comfortable in your own skin and things like that I'm um, obviously grow well maybe not for everyone but typically and throughout the history of the fashion world it's typically quite a um a difficult place to be and to um, experience especially at a young age and it can take a massive toll on body image which I do think is something that the industry is working on but to say that we're not there would be more than more than fair but it's definitely progressed um, yes. recently but um, how did you handle or how do you handle because you're still in that space but also when you were younger how did you handle and navigate the fashion world and the body image that kind of comes along with it and the almost um implicit expectations the like unspoken rules um mm. and just any advice that you would give to someone maybe that is considering going into the fashion world now like I said it is a bit better but mm. you're still in it um but I do think there's still a lot to be worked it, on yeah. as an industry I think we have definitely come a long way mm-hmm. um in the fashion world um I started studying fashion in 2011 Mm -hmm. so uh, 10 years ago now Um, and I did internships in London within um, the fashion world um, PR companies so on and so forth Um, and if I'm honest when I was in my early teens I had no idea about mental health about how Mm -hmm. um, the fashion world does play a huge effect on that and again flipping back to looking to others for your own validation you're not only looking at social media you're looking at the magazines you're looking at mm-hmm. what's being forecasted for the next season so you are consumed by other people's opinions and other people's like you say 
those silent expectations Mm -hmm. from others um you know I'm very open and honest about the fact that I definitely struggled with an eating disorder when I was 19 Mm -hmm. and um that paid a huge toll going into my 20s and later 20s um and I think what's great now is that there is a huge acceptance of mental health these Mm -hmm. days and it is so openly spoken about Mm -hmm. um and I think hopefully for girls that are going into the fashion world now Mm -hmm. they are more comfortable in their own skin and there is definitely a bigger variety of what we see out in the magazines and people don't all look the same you know um and there is a, a huge diversity of models and mm-hmm. people that you see in the fashion world. Um, I listened to um, a podcast called Unsiled by okay. Refinery9 and it interviews so many different mm-hmm. women within the spotlight and in those different industries. And they talk about the fashion world and, and what they've learned along the way. Sorry, I am, again, I told you no. I talk a lot. And no, I, you're fine. <laughs> Um, but it really does teach you how they've grown up and what they've learned along their yeah. on the way. So I've totally come off topic. No, <laughs> I no, um, not at all. I think that's important. And also, I can link the. I was just writing down the name of the podcast because I'll link it in the show notes for anyone that fancies checking it out. But no, you're not off topic at all. I think that's a really good thing as well. And I'd also say I think as well sometimes not to put too much pressure on yourself but you can always be a change maker like there's always ability to insert yourself into spaces yes and I think if like I was saying about going into the industry going when you know who you are I think I was very lost in my Mm -hmm. early teens of not knowing who I was and yeah not being able to navigate um what looked good on me and I remember two days before my first day going into um a a big fashion industry in London panicking again about what I was going to wear and would I look right and would people accept me for who I was um me now I'll show up as I am Mm -hmm. because I'm at a place of this is what makes me feel good this is what looks good on me I'm not doing it to impress others and I think if you can be a a place in your life where you aren't looking for the okay from someone else or Mm -hmm. another designer or another brand or you're just following the trends because you think that's right there's a lot more self-reflection that you Mm -hmm. need to do so have a look there and when you're okay here then go for it because you can stand on your own two feet and be you for you if that makes sense I love that no I love that that's perfect I think that also will allow for a more um uh what's the term like a more um meaningful um partnership that you have in whatever career you're like whatever part of the fashion world you're in if you're coming as yourself it means that you're not having to put on a I don't mean like a metaphorical face if you want to put on a face of makeup like do you absolutely go for it personally I don't have the energy in the morning but I applaud people that do but um yeah I think that 
if you're having to put like I've been in that position in my life where you are putting on a face every day and you're not actually doing it for yourself like you convince yourself you are but you're doing it for other people but the thing is other people haven't asked you to do it so really you aren't doing it for anyone and I think that's such a good point and I think self-reflection is something that is super beneficial before going into a career I mean this is quite like cliche but I did take a gap year and although like that is often joked about and things like that like that is not a regret of mine whatsoever even though it is a joke sometimes like I didn't travel all of it yes I spent half of it traveling but I was also 17 um Mm. when I left school and I also just realized I didn't want to go to university at 17 I used to joke and be like well I couldn't drink but it wasn't just about that like that's not the only reason I also was just like I want time to to work myself out and just to have some time to travel and then I spent half of the year working because I needed to earn the money to travel and I needed to be 18 to go to the things I wanted to do and then the other half and I think all the like I often talk about the traveling half but the reality is that the working half was a massive learning curve because I was working full-time at 17 like that's not not common so I think that's such a good point about like reflecting on yourself and there's no rush like the fashion world isn't going anywhere like it's made that quite clear throughout the years so exactly and none of the industries are going anywhere either you know so you can explore all of those avenues and you still have time perfect um so the next question is kind of leaning into talking about health a little bit more this is something kind of newer which it flows very well with the conversation that we start adding into the podcast um it's something that's always kind of been on the back burner but I was like we don't talk about health enough in our 20s. And it's something that is so prevalent, especially mental health, um, especially for the generation right now in their 20s, because I think that we were the first generation to go through this change of um, social media. But we yeah. had social media in our adolescence, which yes. and we were the first people to have in our adolescence. So we didn't grow up with it from a young age. So it's, we, we know we did know a difference like we knew oh this is weird why has everyone got like blackberries all of a sudden when they were designed for people who own businesses like why are people bbming and why are people snapchatting in class and it was just a very odd time to grow up and mental health wasn't something that was like it's more of a recent I'd say it's been on the up for a while but recently especially with the world situation it's had to be a conversation but I think it is um so prevalent that health is something that people in their 20s don't um not even don't necessarily prioritize many people do I personally am terrible for prioritizing it which is why I like to talk about it to remind myself to do it for myself which is one of those funny things where you're like well I can uh I can give advice but I can't take my own so I was just wondering we like to say um we like to make the capital H and it's quite corny in hustle health so um I was just wondering how do you ensure that you're doing that in your just even in your daily life just things you do that help you I think um I completely I mean I completely understand from your point of view being a teacher you mm-hmm. are inundated with work so you oh. have to yeah. find let me just say that before I go on because you do it's it it takes a massive toll um but I think running a business um running a home running friendships, trying to mm-hmm. keep all of those relationships going and juggling everything it is, is very difficult. And you need to find a point in your day that you shut off 
from all yeah. of that look at yourself make sure that you are okay just those little daily check-ins like how am I doing do a body scan at night time if that's your thing you know how am I feeling head to toe um making sure that you turn your phone off or at least put it on silent um I am terrible my phone does not vibrate and it does not ring I, it's always I'm same <laughs> I when I need to um and as well when you are running a small business um you are everyone you are customer services you are shipping you are logistics you are designing you are social media so there is to some extent an expectation that you need to be monitoring all of that all of the time to keep everything going um so i do try and say right between now and up to 7 or 8 p.m i i will monitor my phone mm -hmm. i will monitor the dms um i'll monitor the emails mm -hmm. but after that we won't look at it again until eight nine o'clock tomorrow morning and setting out that time and setting those boundaries i think when you run a small business there is no nine to five yeah you know there's no clocking at the morning and clocking of an mm -hmm. evening okay maybe when you're scaled to a bigger corporation then maybe you can but running a small business there's no way that you can do that so finding that time for you and especially when it's just your when it's your own business it's your baby at the end of the day so you never want to drop a ball and keeping on top of that you do think oh okay oh oh it's fine it's only nine o'clock I'll just I'll answer one more that then yeah. leads to another 20 more and then before you know it it's 11 mm -hmm. o'clock and you're absolutely exhausted um so finding that downtime things that I personally do to keep the h the health in the hustle which I love <laughs> um because it is it is a hustle um yeah. my partner and I we go for walks daily um so when he comes home from work that's our time that's our time to catch up mm -hmm. let's talk about our day let's talk about the business let's talk about your business let's take all of that in um let's take in the world around us let's breathe the fresh air um before the gyms were closed I used to adore Pilates, um, Pilates in particular reformer Pilates Ooh. if you've ever tried that um that is like my 45 minutes of shutting off from the world mm -hmm. just being in tune with my own body feeling great getting that endorphin hit I'm not a huge runner I don't like high impact <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you um I'm, I've never been that type of girl um mm -hmm. I like things that make me feel good and mm -hmm. finding that through reformer or just going for a walk um is what I love um and I love to listen to a good podcast I know that's crazy <laughs> staying on a podcast but, um, <laughs> just tuning into someone else's world just having a quick listen of what's going on with other people and people can find that in a book people can find that sitting down and watching tv of a night time I think people need to find what makes them feel good and if that is a podcast a tv show a walk try and get that in even if it's 15 minutes and just have it or even just going for a long bath or mm. a shower just getting away from the world getting up because we are in a world that's go 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 constantly and um we need to find that time just to slow down I think COVID has done amazing things to make people slow down mm -hmm. I agree um, 
yeah and I think to also take in the world around us okay you can't do anything but you can go for a walk for an hour people go for it because it's the one thing that they've got to look forward to so I really hope this prioritizing of mental health and I think a lot of businesses are encouraging employees to look at their own mental health do those daily check-ins I really hope that that continues Mm -hmm. because I think it will make the world a better place because once you're able to prioritize yourself you are able to appreciate others um so fingers crossed that stays the same I really hope so yeah no I love that I think that's so important it's it's like like you said it's you're kind of speaking about boundaries and that's something that I think is so crucial and um in your daily life just so you can can check in with yourself so yeah I know I love those tips um so moving back into cozy a little bit so cozy really embraces the um the effortless chic like we spoke about earlier um but whilst also staying well comfy and like obviously cozy Mm -hmm. too which which is something that is important to a lot of people um so what is your go-to cozy but chic look what is your your like what's the immediate thing you grab from the from the wardrobe Oh, always a pair of leggings. Ooh, don't nice. don't ram me into skinny jeans. <laughs> I love a pair of skinny jeans, and I know I technically I am a millennial, so I should love them. And I hear <laughs> they're being ditched, um, which is fine. Um, but yeah, a pair of a pair of leggings, um, a hoodie, mm-hmm. maybe a nice duster jacket over the top. Mm. Um, you know staying I'd probably start personally I'd probably style it up with maybe a pair of earrings a nice little chain keep it simplistic but keep it keep it comfy because before you know it you're back back home and you can yeah <laughs> so yeah just um yeah maybe a hoodie as well let's let's chuck a hoodie in there as well um but yeah keeping it fairly smart dressing it up that would be my go-to look what about you nice I love that that's actually so mine would be I'm trying to think I quite I'm quite into like matching sweat sets just now like that's quite like my go-to at the current moment but I'm it has been leggings and a hoodie but I always I always add gold jewelry because I just think that gold jewelry elevates everything and maybe yeah. I do my hair maybe like when I say do my hair like either like I'm having a bad fringe day like today I was like not happening so I threw it back but or a claw clip I'm really into claw clips at the moment even with short hair they still work and they just keep stuff out of your face especially but my favorite thing to do like after a day at work because obviously I'm not not going into teaching unfortunately (laughs) in um leggings and stuff as much as I would wish to but um that's like the first thing I do whenever I get home always and I would go but it's not like I would wear that just in the house like I would leave like that my mum might not approve of it but it's my life (laughs) like it's just a different generation exactly it's how you feel good and um I'll give you a little insider tip. We're bringing out some matching sweat sets very soon. Ooh, so, well, there's uh, a, a sneak peek. I'll be, I'll be saving up the pennies. I'm, I'm <laughs> such a, I just love because it's just something that's so easy to put together. Because you're like, well, this matches. I don't need yeah. to, I don't need to think anymore. So yeah, it's nice. definitely one of my favorite. I do love a good cardigan, though. I have to say, cardigan yeah. is like my. That's also, but that also I like that because I can transition that between work and home because I can get away with a cardigan as a teacher that's acceptable yes. so yeah perfect um so 
what inspired you so obviously we spoke recently on our podcast about the women's aid t-shirt um which I'm so excited to wear and represent so I was wondering what inspired you to make the women's aid t-shirt just for people who I don't know have been living under a rock recently or just a little bit more about your personal reasoning for it do you know what um I've never been able to um do anything on this scale before to the Mm -hmm. audience got with cozy um and I think <coughs> excuse me um oh, you're fine. when when the news hit about women's safety I think nothing has ever really resonated the way it did mm-hmm. with me whether I was too young to understand you know there has been hundreds of stories over the last say 27 years that I've been around um, where things have happened to women or people have gone missing or children have gone missing. And it's never, it's been sad. And I felt mm-hmm. for them, I've never fully related to that feeling, whether that's because I'm not a mother. So I would never fully understand that feeling mm-hmm. or I was too young to understand what was fully going on. And I think this truly hit home being a female being in my twenties, she did everything right. Mm -hmm. She did everything right. And I would have done exactly the same. I would have rang my partner. I would have worn something bright. I would have done all of those things. So I think, I think that's why it resonated because I just thought that would have been me. That I would have done those steps. And I think every female can relate to putting their keys between their fingers, walking Mm -hmm. somewhere alone, pretending they're on the phone to someone if they felt slightly at risk, seeing someone approach them as you're walking past, feeling the need to cross the street or feeling a little bit on edge. I think every female has felt like that. And it isn't spoken about. And I don't think it's spoken about enough until it has now. And yes, I completely agree. I saw a lot of, there was a lot of bashing of men and I do agree it is not all men. It is not all men. But how many men have felt like the way women do? And I I had a conversation with not only my partner, but some of my friends' partners about have they ever felt like that? And they, they did say, you know, okay, maybe if it's a, a, an evening walk and I'm on my own, I could get jumped. I could, you know, these little things do come across, but not day to day, not when I'm walking here, there and anywhere. I think women feel like that as soon as they leave their house, they are looking over every So I think, <clears throat> I think this really hit home for me because I have done all of those things and I have felt that way many, many a time. Um, And it isn't spoken about enough. And I'm so pleased that it has been brought to light that this has gone on. Um, So that's what inspired me because women do need to be safe, Mm -hmm. you know, and it needs to be recognised. And it shouldn't be the conversation that, oh, it's because it's the way you're dressed or it's the way that you looked or it's the way that you looked at that person. The conversation should really be switched it should be the conversation with men on 
this is how women feel. What can you do to make sure that they feel okay? Maybe you cross the street when you see someone coming your way or, you know, I, I'd hate to get too into it because I understand a lot of people have a lot of opinions around this, mm-hmm. but I am so pleased that the conversation has started and I really hope no, yeah, I agree. That it continues and we shouldn't feel as women, we shouldn't feel this way. And there, you know, years ago, and it's continued, but the whole women for women, empowering women, but then why are we <laughs> crossing the street when we see someone that we don't feel, you know, don't feel comfortable about? We should. Yeah. And why are we having the conversations with our mums of like, don't go to this part of the city at this time, but they would never say that to their son. And why, why is that the conversation rather than, what are we doing to make this part safe for everyone? Yes. So I think, exactly. yeah. I, so we're going to switch it to a little bit of fun, rapid fire. Um, oh, but I think that is such a, an important topic. And I like to be able to transition between fun and not so fun no. topics. Um, so rapid fire is just um, okay. like one or the other, like pick one. So first one, okay. wine, wine or gin? Wine, always. Nice. Um, heels or trainers? Oh. Trainers. <laughs> trainers I I'm the same hoodie <laughs> or sweatshirt hoodie always yoga set or cozy sweats yoga set more oh. diversity in what I can do in it Ooh. coffee or tea coffee always spring or summer spring autumn or winter autumn and then lastly podcast or radio Oh, podcast always. (laughs) (laughs) That was a a trick question, that one. Amazing. (laughs) So just to end off before you let our listeners know where they can find you, um, what are you, we like to end the interview off with uh, what are you engaging with right now? So it can be a book, a podcast, a song, uh, an album, anything, just anything at all in the world. Like it can even be like journaling, like we like to keep it very open-ended. So what are you engaging with at the moment? Um, I am a huge documentary buff. I love learning about um, different parts of the world that I don't know about or um, industries that I don't know about or mm-hmm. things that are going on in the world that I'm blind to. Um, so I watched um, Seaspiracy. Okay, yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. It's on my, it's on my list. <laughs> it was a huge eye-opener. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm fully engaged in that and understanding more about marine life and what's going on okay. in our sea. So yes, absolutely. Um, I would a hundred percent recommend it. Um, but that is currently what I'm engaging with. Perfect. And then just to end off the interview, where can our listeners find you? Like shout yourself out. <laughs> okay. Um, if you would like to find anything cozy related, you can find us on Instagram at cozy.uk or you can find our website www.cozy-uk.co.uk perfect yeah no that's excellent thank you so much for coming on it's been so lovely chatting with you becky and uh yeah have a good week perfect thank you so much for having me no problem And that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you everyone so much for listening. If you're feeling extra kind, please do leave us a review, subscribe or follow us. Um, 
check out our Instagram at Fancy Leather where you can follow along on our journey and keep up to date with our future interviews and check out our Facebook group because we want you to be part of our community so that we can all muddle through our 20s together. So have a good week and I will talk to you next week. Bye!